Welcome back to Grazia Beauty Life Lessons. It is great to have you with us again. This is Jolie, Grazia's Beauty and Health Director, and we are here again to get tips and stories on all things beauty and wellness from another brilliant woman. This time, love for her warm, friendly presenting style. You might recognize her from T4's Freshly Squeezed or Take Me Out the Gossip. She's also an Instagram favorite and a mum of two. Hello, I'm Laura Jackson. I am a broadcaster and founder of lifestyle brand Host London, a beauty fanatic and an interior obsessive. Food and interiors are her passions and her latest venture, Host London, is based around her love of homeware and supper clubs. Born in Huddersfield, she has fond memories of Saturdays scanning the hours at Boots and, like many of us, recalls some beauty mishaps from her teenage years. I'm a northern girl through and through. I was literally, <laughs> the, I was the colour of a tangerine and I had like tiny, tiny, tiny eyebrows. Oh my God, they were so small. My mum always used to be like, stop plucking them. There's quite a bit of northern nostalgia in this episode, which I am very much here for. Like that time that Laura got adventurous at the hairdressers. I remember Huddersfield days again, going to the hairdressers and giving them a picture of a member of Atomic Kitten and asking for, it was Liz, wasn't it? And she had the um, stri- like the tiger stripes in her hair. Loved those days. And when it comes to self-care and time out, there's nothing that she likes better than a cosy night in on the sofa. The thing that I love to do is just sitting in front of the telly it's my escapism which is why I always wanted to work in telly and why I you know I love making tv shows and I mean this week all I've talked about is D.I. Kate Fleming obviously it was a brilliant chat so let's get into it now here's Laura Jackson hello and um, welcome today Laura how are you doing today I'm great thank you how are you yeah, I'm all good. The sun is shining. Things are good. I know. That, do you know what? Just feeling like summer is coming just makes me feel 100% happier. 100%. Yeah, definitely. feels like things are changing and things are getting that bit better, which is nice. Yeah. Um, but yeah, thank you so much for joining us today. And I'm very much looking forward to uh, chatting through your beauty advice. Um, but before we kind of jump straight into that, I wanted to begin by asking you about your your personal beauty style in general. So are you a person who is forever trying new products? Are you switching up your routine? Or do you like to stick to the kind of staples that you know and love and work for you? A bit of both, really. I think um, I've massively got into my skincare over the last couple of years. I think I was a real makeup girl when I lived in Huddersfield. Like I loved my makeup. I loved going to Boots and like, you know, spending my pocket money um like you know the little they had all the little kind of um counter sections didn't they like I used to love that and buy makeup but as I've got older I still love my makeup but I've got really into my skincare yeah um I've actually used like the cleanse and polish the Liz Earl cleanse and polish forever because my mum always bought it me when it was mail order from the Isle of Wight from the catalogue um so I've kind of used that as like uh, in my skincare routine for what feels like forever but I like to kind of chop and change lots of other bits and pieces so um, I've recently been like using um, eye cream to um, to go to bed um, in so I'll do like a overnight cream and then put some eye cream on as well um, I've kind of got like quite into oils on my face recently I think a couple of years ago I thought oh it doesn't really suit me and it leaves my face feeling really greasy but actually I do feel quite dry I've felt quite dry over the last couple of years. The kids have sucked the living life out of me. So I've actually really enjoyed using oils and massaging. And um, and then I've kind of got those um, like rose quartz 
kind of like stones and been kind of like doing that on my face. So yeah, I, I, I've really got into beauty recently over the last couple of years. And has your um, kind of skincare routine changed at all within the last year, kind of since the pandemic? Have you found like, you know, skincare as a kind of self-care act or have you experienced anything like that? I haven't been wearing any makeup um, over the last year during lockdown. Um, I can probably count on my hand the amount of times that I've put on any any sort of makeup, um, normally for uh, a Zoom call or something like that. Um, so makeup's kind of been out over the last year, but I have been doing um, more skincare, making sure that I kind of wash my face properly, which I do anyway. Um, I remember seeing this like advert that was talking about um, face wipes and it showed you how uh, they put some foundation on an orange and use a face wipe to wash it off. And then you could see in, you know, all of the kind of crevices that there was still like foundation in. And that kind of really hit it home to me. Don't ever use um, wipes basically. So I've been making sure that I kind of wash my face properly and kind of use like a cloth um, and a hot cloth um, and um yeah just making sure that I kind of moisturize and actually this sounds mad because we've all been washing our hands a lot more I've been using a lot more uh, cream on my hands because my hands have felt really dry so I have been moisturizing my face and then making sure whatever's left like rubbing that into my hands as well which I never used to do um, oh my god though the dry hands of 2020 and 2021 Oh my God, so dry. And <laughs> yeah. I, I've, I've like really noticed, like I kind of let my eyebrows grow out and oh God, I had a great time plucking them when I got round to it. Oh my <laughs> goodness. Literally, it was like, wow. I'd like got like, I mean, literally hair in the middle of my forehead. I'd not plucked them for so long. Um, but yeah, so really into skincare during COVID, less about the makeup because not going anywhere. Yeah. Okay, well, let's kick off with your five best pieces of beauty advice then. And let's obviously start with skincare. You've been talking about your skincare journey. What is, if you had to say just one, the best piece of advice that you've ever been given or you have to give for skincare? Always wear SPF. Is I think, I think my mum told me that years ago. And I always have, um, like even now, a little bottle of SPF by the door. And even if it's kind of on a, a, a colder day, but the sun's shining, I, I like to kind of wear it. I think it's really, really important. It really helps with aging and kind of like skin defense. So yeah, always wear SPF. It's not just for when you're on the beach. I love that you have it by the door though. Talk me through that. So you literally, it's the last thing before you leave the house, you're like, do not forget my SPF. Yeah, I have like, you know, a little um, table by the door with a mirror and then it's just like in a little trinket box and like I have the SPF and I've actually been using the new um, Lizelle SPF because that's kind of like a tinted moisturizer. So that kind of gives a bit of a like healthy glow and you're kind of protecting with SPF. Normally when I'm with the kids, I've got the like factor 50, like sunblock kids SPF and I kind of do put that on my zone and my forehead as well um I've definitely noticed over the last couple of years again let's blame the kids that those <laughs> uh wrinkles are a coming so it's kind of an easy thing to do but really helps with aging and it looks after your skin as well people think like factor 50 oh my god that is an apt sunblock but I would rather have really pale skin and then use something like you know a fake tan or a tinted moisturizer to add kind of colour and depth rather than an actual suntan. And also I think with SPF everyone kind of 
or, you know, many people I speak to and maybe even myself was kind of thinking that those kind of old school formulas that were thick and they could cause you to break out and things like that. But SPF has so, come so far that for me, it's like a, you know, a moisturizing step or even a priming step for under the makeup. Yeah, it's absolutely a step. And that's how people should think of it. It's not like an add-on or oh, something I might do. I think it should definitely be part of a, a, a routine. Well, it's definitely part of mine. I think everyone should do what they think is right for them. But I I enjoy wearing it and knowing that I'm kind of protecting protecting my skin. A hundred percent. Okay, so let's now talk about makeup then. What is your best piece of makeup advice? I love eyebrow gel. I think that is my best piece of advice. If I'm kind of not got loads of time, I'll normally just do a um, mascara and an eyebrow gel to kind of shape and just kind of do more about the eyes. I'm not a person that looks great with loads of makeup. My face can't really carry it. So I can never do like an eyeshadow and the lip. So I kind of just tend to do more of that kind of natural sculpting with the, the brows and and the eyelashes. So yeah, mainly concentrating on the uh, the old facial hair. <laughs> but um, okay, so brows, talk me through. What is your kind of brow routine? What are the products that you are using and that you love? Um, I love the brow bar products um, and I kind of just kind of fill them in a little bit, square them off at the front and then use the um, Glossier brow gel to kind of like pimp them up a little bit. Oh, I love that as well. Pimping the brows up. But I love that gel. It's so easy to use and you can just kind of really get into the roots and fluff them up and fill them up. Yeah, it's great. And also the little um, bot like kind of container that it comes in is great. Um, and you could just kind of put it in your handbag and it doesn't take up too much room. So it's one of those things that when we can go on a night out, it'll fit in the handbag. And talking about brows, when you were younger, did you ever kind of succumb to the overplucking the brows or have you always been good and, you know, treat, about treating your brows, filling them in oh and getting God, a full absolutely look? not. I'm a northern girl through and through. I was literally, <laughs> the, I was the colour of a tangerine and I had like tiny, tiny, tiny eyebrows. Oh my God, they were so small. My mum always used to be like, stop plucking them and I even used to pluck I don't know why I got obsessed with plucking like the maybe was this a weird trend I don't know but like plucking the eyelashes in the corner <gasps> on the what? outside of my eye yeah because I was like there no. were, there's too many there and I just wanted like a thin line I, I, I honestly it's mad when I think about it I had like slicked back hair with two little pieces like strapped to my like gel to my forehead really thin eyebrows orange skin and then I had we had to wear a white shirt for school but obviously that wasn't cool so everyone used to wear colored vests from Topshop underneath with them buttoned down like past your boobs so you had like your colored vest and then your white shirt oh yeah it was it was a look and I can basically say that my school look was exactly the same so I'm from Leeds which is where you're from I love it I definitely had those kind of pieces around the hair that I pulled down and I gelled down with a bit of putty, which was a nice look. <laughs> yeah, it was great. It was like, I mean, my padded bra, oh my God, so flammable. I'm surprised I didn't set on fire <laughs> when I went past the exhaust on the bus. I look back at those days though, I'm like, I love those days. They were so fun, but yeah. I would never wear as much makeup. What makeup did did you wear then? Can you remember? Was the like, you went into boots and there was your go-to. Rimmel, for sure. Loved a bit of Rimmel. And loved, was it number, number 17 was too expensive and a bit posh for me then. No, it was all about like the Rimmel, Barry M. Oh yeah, um, Barry M. Barry M eyeliner. Yeah, it was all like the really like, um, 
I mean, I probably Rimmel was quite an expensive brand for me then, I reckon. Amazing. And then you mentioned as well, so it was brows now, but also lashes. What are your favourite lash formulas and mascaras? Um, I really like the YSL um, mascara. I use that. It kind of feels quite plump. And I think for me, I have to use um, eyelash curlers. I use the... um, I can never say it. Sure, sure, sure. Yeah, Shuramura. Shuramura. Yeah, um, I love those. I yeah use those to curl my eyelashes, just to kind of curl curl them up and make my eyes look a bit bigger. And then the YSL mascara, just to kind of plump them up. And and it's really amazing, actually. Like the transformation from just doing like the brows and the lashes. You're you're a bit like, mm, does that make much of a difference? But just kind of having that, like opening the eyes. eyes. And, yeah. yeah. And did you pick up any tricks from any makeup artists um, along the way for kind of TV tricks that you use in every everyday life? Yeah, I, do you know what? I, there's one thing that I still do that um, a makeup artist um, did on me, which I loved. And that was a brown um, eyeliner pen, like a coal pen. She did like my top um, along my kind of eyelashes. And then she got a brush and then kind of like brushed it in like blended it into kind of like the natural color of my eye and then whatever was left on the brush she did underneath my eye like really finely you'd think oh god does that kind of look brownie and smudgy and bruisey but actually it really gave my eyes a lift and so I do do that now and and brown was never something that I would use in a in an eye pen I'd definitely more go towards the um Oh, that's the dog. Um, go towards a, a, a black, but brown. I was like, wow, this brown's a revelation to me. Yeah. And do you like a smudgy formula? Is it like a pen that you can even rub in with your fingertips or a brush? Yeah, it's like for? a really smudgy formula. Yeah, absolutely. Um, it was the um, Laura Mercier ones, which are really oh, yeah, great and those. really smudgy. They've got that really luxurious quality to them, but they're very easy to use. Yes. I like makeup that's uncomplicated, um, accessible, easy to use. Nothing that comes with like, you know, instructions of mixing this and mixing that. I just, I just want to put it on and it look great basically makeup that does what it says in the tin and is easy to use that you could probably do without a mirror I love those formulas that you can just pat on use your fingers blend them in and you're good to go oh my god I definitely couldn't do it without a mirror though I'd be like you remember that abfab (laughs) episode (laughs) you know you know when they're in the back of the um, in the back of the black cab and she's putting on her makeup and then she's like got it all (laughs) over her face and she's like darling fabulous that was like definitely happened to me (laughs) (laughs) okay let's go on to hair then what is your best piece of hair advice you have amazing hair do you think that I do? Do you know what? My hair advice is don't do much. I really like to dress up and I like, you know, um, getting a party frock on and, and and like having my face done and what have you. But I am such a tomboy at heart. I mean, the hair on my legs could be plaited right now. I mean, <laughs> I like things to be kind of easy and not take too much time. So with my hair, I, I'm, I'm very, very lazy with it. I don't brush it that often. But what I do do is when I, I shampoo my hair and then I and then I brush it with my conditioner in and then, th- right, and, and then that's it, it. And then I really like to let my hair dry naturally because then I've got kind of a bit more of a natural kind of wave to it. My hair's quite, I've, I've got thin hair, but lots of it. And Have I you like ever to- dyed it? Do you dye it? I did actually. I went through, um, I remember Huddersfield days again, going to the hairdressers and giving them a picture of a member of Atomic Kitten and asking for, um, it was Liz, wasn't it? And she had the um, stri- like the tiger stripes in her hair. Loved those days. Then I went for, um, I dyed it 
bright blonde at the bottom and then had per uh, and then did it purple oh, i loved all of that used to do all of those diy di dye kits at home did loved, you oh my god i loved experimenting with that if it was red and um, i kind of liked more of the copper tones i remember always getting like the copper tones and you know because when you're like from a small place like boots is like the hub of the town like the boots and the super drug is like oh my god yeah, i'm going into one. town on a saturday and i'm spending four hours in there <laughs> it's so true um, with the girls um yeah. getting a brand new outfit for friday night or saturday night um those were the days oh those were the days those i love those you days. could never wear the same outfit twice even though you were like skin as chips <laughs> never. you'd never be seen the or same thing twice swap them round rotate them with all of your friends <laughs> yeah i actually remember buying wardrobe. a pair of jeans and wearing them and then trying to take them back to top shop and she was like you've worn these i was like haven't i'm not i promise <laughs> I know that there's dirt all over them and there isn't a tag in it, but honestly, I've not worn them. <laughs> um, oh, um, God, I've forgotten what we're saying now. <laughs> we were saying hair. So, yeah, so you were all about the hair dye kits. What about hair treatments? Do you ever kind of, you know, go into salons for treatments or do you, like, big on masking or anything like that? No, no masks for me. No big on treatments. No, don't, like, just literally get my hair cut when I need to get it cut. Um, oh, so lucky. But I, I love... I love washing my hair and I experiment with shampoos all the time. So like I love kind of, I love experimenting between the more expensive shampoos and the cheaper shampoos. Like, you know, I've, my mum's always got like a big um, tub of like Tresemme at home. Um, I love the um, the Aussie um, shampoo and conditioner. That's always really great for my hair. The Bumble and Bumble. And then like the Aveda stuff, which is a bit more expensive. I recently got some Davinay's uh, shampoo and conditioner. So yeah, I'm, I'm actually quite, actually I'm quite big into shampoo and conditioners. Um, I've just got this new one actually as well, this CBD shampoo and conditioner that I'm trying. Ooh. My hair at the moment with the baby, he's four months. My hair started falling out in like the bucket loads. Like it's literally everywhere. So I'm kind of trying to figure out what shampoo I can use that's going to keep the hair on my head. Probably nothing. Okay, and we will be right back with Laura after this. Welcome back, everyone. On our fourth piece of advice, I'm going to be asking about fragrance. So, Laura, tell me your best piece of fragrance advice, please. I really like perfumes. I love perfumes. I think they're amazing. I think that that scent can transport, like, transport you to... Oh, it just it's such a memory bank of fragrance and a scent. I, lo I, I, I love perfumes. I actually, actually, I actually have an obscene amount of perfumes and I never really realised that until I'm having this conversation with you right now. <laughs> but I always do a little spritz in my hair. Nice. So like little like spritz it. up and then kind of like walk into it. So it feels like I've got a bit of a 360 scent going on. And something that I learned from Jo Malone is how you can actually um, layer fragrances, which I never knew about before I had my kind of like I got some wedding perfume um with them and um it's kind of more of the masculine fragrances and I laid up two of the two of them together um and yeah I'd never really realized that that was a thing so yeah layering your fragrances to kind of make a bespoke fragrance even though fragrances do smell different on everybody because we've got our own um, personal natural fragrance um, and then doing a bit of a hair spritz as well for that 360 floral fragrance experience in life oh I'm liking that the 360 scenting yeah love it. about that and what fragrance you're just saying then wedding fragrance did you wear on your wedding day 
Um, it's, oh, do you know what? My brain is just totally gone. I don't want to blame the babies for everything, but literally <laughs> I'm blaming That's the babies right. for everything. But um, it was a, like a, a Joe Malone combo. Yeah, it's like wood sage, I think. Wood sage um, and sea salt. Wood sage and sea salt, yeah. Um, oh, and, then like a, and then like a cedar. Um, so kind of those... Um, uh, those fragrances really worked well together. And whenever I smell it, it just takes me back to being on a beach in Cornwall and nice. getting mind, which I love. And there's one fragrance which I, uh, my husband bought me years ago, which is the Byredo Gypsy Water. Again, oh my God, I love that so much. And it just reminds me of, um, he bought it for my birthday about eight years ago, uh, seven years ago. And it just always reminds me of that birthday and, and that summer because my birthday's at the end of April and I just I really really love that scent I love Byredo stuff I've got the suede hand wash which is so Same. gorgeous um, and do you know what I've hardly got any left I just keep topping it up with water so I don't run out oh there you go another trick yeah another keep trick keep it going for longer um, and um, and then I've got this really 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 lovely perfume um, and it's really hard to get hold of because it's an American I bought it from um, I bought it from a shop in New York that actually ended up closing down um, but it's called Falling Trees it's just so delicious and amazing um molecule always reminds me of my friend jago because he always wears that i've got this really amazing one as well um from aesop which is um like one of their new perfumes and it's kind of i hate saying things are like masculine and feminine but it feels kind of more it feels like more weighty and kind of more unisex and i always think that comme de garçon smells a bit like churches it kind of has those more heavy notes, which I really like. So you've got a real fragrance wardrobe. I actually going do, on. don't I? I never really realised that, but I I do really like fragrances. Um, and the sh- I've got a Chanel one. Oh, what's it called? It's so nice. Is it woods or oh, trees? I don't know. Woods, trees. I can't remember. But you like those kind of woody scents that you were talking yeah. about before. That's the kind of through line. Nice. Actually, my Chanel one is great. And sometimes I don't want to use it because I don't want to run out because it's expensive. Fragrances are expensive. My God. Scented water. Someone is printing money, aren't they? Um, It's true, but they're so good. But they are so good. And I think just for, like I say, you know, pinpointing a moment in time. Have you worn fragrance throughout lockdown? Do you know what? I haven't. I haven't. I think when I've wanted a bit of a boost, I have actually. That's been my thing. I think when I've wanted a bit of a pick me up I've worn fragrance mm. as my maybe that's my new lipstick you know my mum's always like you feel knackered love put some lipstick on you'll feel great um because it like lipstick yeah great lipstick does doesn't it like it can transform <laughs> your whole face but for me I just I do really like the eyes so that's why I said that but yeah mum's always mum's always like got a red lip, red lipstick in her bag um, but I think during lockdown, it's more of that scent that's been a pick-me-up because it's not so much about how I've looked, it's how I've felt. Yeah, totally. I mean, I've worn it every day. Yeah. Makes me feel good. Mm. Okay, we're together on the scenting. 360 scenting. Um, okay, and for your fifth piece of advice, we're going to talk uh, self-care. So what is your best piece of self-care advice? I mean, telly. I just love telly. What can I say? I, do you know what? It's so funny. I write um, for... Um, um, a magazine about interiors and I changed um, this room actually that I'm sat in now from dark green to a much 
lighter, brighter colour. Because I think I had visions of me like, oh, getting really snuggly with a cup of tea, reading a book. I'm like, who am I kidding? I'm not reading a book. I'm reading a magazine and I'm watching telly at the same time. Like, let's just stick to who I am, <laughs> shall I? Let's not pretend I'm someone else. The thing that I love to do is just sitting in front of the telly. It's my escapism, which is why I always wanted to work in telly and why, I, you know, I love making TV shows and I just love telly. I mean, th this week, all I've talked about is D.I. Kate Fleming, obviously. 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 And what, are, what else are you watching at the moment? What's your absolute kind of go-to for now or that you've even rediscovered? Well, I'm absolutely gutted that MasterChef has finished. Um, that is just amazing. Great British menu. I absolutely love. I've been watching um, Matt on the Farm, which is excellent. I, I'm such a telly fiend. I started Your Honor. It made me so anxious. I couldn't get past the first episode. I actually watched it with the sound off with my hands over my eyes, which is ridiculous. I don't know if it's where I am in life. That I'm just feeling extra anxious, but could not get to series, could not get to episode two. So then I just Googled it and then found out what happened in every single episode so that I ruined it for myself so I could never go back. And you know what else I really liked? And maybe you will like this too because you're from, we're from the same area. My, actually, my parents actually live in Leeds now. Is No Angels. Do you remember the show about the nurses in Leeds? It had an incredible no. Northern Soul soundtrack. And it was about four nurses in Leeds, like getting drunk, working on the wards. That sounds like my kind of show. Oh, it was absolutely brilliant. It was brilliant. And um, obviously my so-called life is just, excellent great soundtrack Claire Danes is brilliant that's one that I do go back to sometimes okay all that right that's on my list no angels that could be my next box, box set binge yeah okay Laura now we go for the final question which is my biggest beauty blunder so a bit of a light-hearted note to finish on what is your biggest beauty blunder I am not that keen on really heavy makeup and sometimes when I have to do telly I have to wear a lot of makeup because HD is like a thing now but yeah I'm not a, I'm not a big fan of really heavy makeup but that's personal for me some people look great with really heavy makeup but for me I just feel like I can't carry it off I've not I've I, I just don't that's the dog see the dog is literally like you can't do it love it's not for you don't bother leave the heavy makeup at the door yeah not for not for me. I I feel like I look like someone else when I, when I wear really heavy makeup. No, I know what you mean. Oh well, thank you so much for that, Laura. Thanks so yeah, much. What a lovely chat. I feel like we've just been yeah chatting away for the past half hour. So thank you so much for your time and for sharing all of your best beauty advice. Thanks for having me. So great to spend time with Laura and get her brilliant beauty tips. Thanks again to her and thanks so much to you too. If you get a chance, we'd love you to review and rate Grazia Beauty Life Lessons in your podcast player. It really, really helps us out and helps us to reach new audiences. Also, please spread the word elsewhere. Say a tweet or a message to a friend to recommend they listen. Look forward to seeing you next time. <laughs>